signal from another planet. Fanboy planet. Watch animated chicks with inflatable breasts. You might be a Trekkie. Sit back and watch as the Uber geek goes and kicks it up a notch. Turn to the letter F in your dictionary and add this word to your vocabulary. Take a look, cause I'm the real McCoy. Damn it, Jim, I'm not a doctor. I'm just the definition of a fanboy, Everybody, this is the Fanboy Planet podcast, and this is Derek McCaw, editor in chief of FanboyPlanet.com, recording and producing from the undisclosed location we call the Brett Cave. I'm Rick Brett Snyder. Yes, we are recording this the evening after uh, news that truly shook the world, or or at least <laughs> shook our world. Um, it vibrated slightly. It did. It did. Uh, this is something that uh, kind of like sequelized. Uh, I say it sequels. Uh, a podcast we did a while ago, which is, of course, the naming of James Gunn and Peter Safran as co-CEOs of the newly formed DC Studios, which replaced DC Films. We've been waiting for their news of what they are going to do, because we've certainly had enough of news of what they aren't going to do anymore. And we will talk about that in just a moment. But first, of course, to say that if you'd like to join in the conversation or follow in on the conversation, you can follow us on Facebook, uh, Instagram, and Twitter, all at Fanboy Planet. Or you can write in directly. It's kind of old-fashioned, but it's the way I respond to you most, uh, is editor at fanboyplanet.com through email. So if you have any questions, comments, compliments, commentary, criticism, write in to editor at fanboyplanet.com. And, of course, if we speak of anything, thing uh, on this podcast that uh, you could legally purchase and uh, you'd like to own for your very self and you cannot find it at your local brick and mortar store we are of course an amazon affiliate so uh, on today's topic in particular there is a page with several links set up embedded throughout the uh, throughout the article as well as uh, when we post the podcast we often have direct links but any link that comes from Fanboy Planet to Amazon uh, may generate revenue for us, and and we appreciate that as well. So uh, I think we're going to get into it. Are we going to get into it? We're going to get into it. Let's get into it. Which it was like this is like a two day process. So I I you know sniffed out last night that there was a a gag order. Uh, there was a uh, there was a, a press conference which I'm not going to pretend uh, you know, that I I was able to attend, but got started hearing little drips and drabs kind of behind the scenes that they had actually unveiled this uh, slate on the 30th to some press, only some, uh, and told them to please not talk about it until uh, Tuesday. And which was then giving the opportunity for DC's own site. I, we can't call it DC Comics anymore because it's it's not really DC Comics. They're just big conglomerate within a conglomerate just called DC, so DC Online, where they ran an article and conversations with James Gunn and Peter Safran of their slate, uh, of their of only some of their slate, and we'll um, be careful, everyone, this episode may contain math. So <laughs> Rick's going to be fine. I'm the one whose brain is going to melt out my ears, uh, especially after a long day of work. But uh, what we what we know first uh, is I gotta say both 
uh, the, I think this week began, like, you know, Monday morning was both Doom Patrol and Titans on uh, HBO Max have been canceled. And very quickly, James Gunn uh, tweeted that this was a decision made before he and Peter Safran joined, just not announced till now. And Doom Patrol still got another season to go before they're canceled. Half a season. Half, well, they got the remaining of what, what they've got. Yeah. To, it's yeah. not going away. And I think they had actually... And I think Titans is mid-season as well right now, but I, I don't know because I'm very behind on that one. But they had kind so, of written... Yeah, they had written, um, written the season as if it was going to be the last one anyway. That's what I'd read. Okay, that's good. I mean, you know, I think even last the previous season had it, ended it, in I think, nice... I think they've kind of always hedged their best. Well, you have to. Yeah. And, you know, and I think that that's... And I've talked about this before. I appreciate a series that can end a season in a way that's like, well, I'd love to see more, but if I don't, this was a cool ending. Yeah. You know? Um, so anyway, those were canceled. Uh, we still don't know in, in all this, because there are still a lot of what ifs, but I will say this one is Superman and Lois on uh, the CW, as well as the, I don't even know if it started yet, uh, Gotham Knights. Yeah, I haven't least, seen it yet. At yeah. least shot a season, so I don't know if it's if it's launched. Those are still supposedly going to be on the CW. We knew the Flash was over. The Arrowverse is done, um, but we don't know what is happening with those two shows because the CW changed ownership. It's no longer owned by Warner Brothers Discovery. It is being run by a company that seems to not want to spend a lot of money on programming. So. I think if you like Gotham Knights, uh, hope that James Gunn does too, or more important, David Soslov, and that he shops it around to some other network if that's the case. Uh, you know, if, if it was like, well, because I just don't see a, a possibility. You know, it, it seems very slim that those shows will go on. However, one show very uh, specifically called out as going on uh, is Teen Titans Go. Yeah. On Cartoon Network because it, it it no one's going to confuse Teen Titans Go well, with being part of a serious DC film universe. They did say that they were going to treat all these ones that aren't part of their structured universe as elsewhere stories. And call and them gonna, DC, call them then quite literally DC Elseworlds. Right. And that's and that's great. They didn't mention Harley Quinn, but I think that's one's going forward just fine. Again, those are animated projects and why right. I have to say this is because the shocker to me was that they are going to start this new DC universe, which is now DCU, no longer DC Extended Universe. Uh, the DCU is going to start with an animated project. But that's before, or that comes after, the four remaining that we know of films... Uh, that are awaiting release get released. Right. And it's kind of vague, but it seems to me that what Gunn and Safran are saying with it, with them, is they could very well be um, the next, you know, could actually be setting the stage quite yes. cleanly for him, for them to move forward with their slate. Especially is, the Flash. Well, especially the Flash. But here, here, you know, I, I don't necessarily have all his his quotes on this. Uh, but he 
did say uh, that, of course, next up is Shazam Fury of the Gods. Doesn't contradict anything that they have planned, so that could fit in. After that comes, as you say, The Flash, which was meant to be a reset of some sort. Mysterious, we don't know for sure, you know, what's gonna what's supposed to happen with it, but... Uh, well, just to, just to cover that, I mean, it is history that The Flash... Flashpoint did reset the DC universe in the comics a couple of times and in an animated universe as right. well. And that the, that the idea he did use the word reset with respect to the flash. Yes. So also because you got to reset because at this point we don't know if Ezra <laughs> Miller can truly continue in the role. You know, right. I, apparently they've gotten, they're getting treatment. They have psychological issues, which has been, pretty evident uh and i'll give them the benefit of the doubt as i would give anyone uh because i know mental illness can go untreated and and often undiagnosed for a long time so that is quite possible uh and if they you know james gunn is not the only person i've heard say that the flash is an incredible film and if if he were like at this press conference that they did, uh, if he were the only one, uh, you know, then I'd go, well, that's just hype. They got to sell this movie, but there's been a lot of word around town. <laughs> it's kind of cool to say, I, I, you know, I'm around town, um, that, that it's tested extremely well. Well, his, and, his, his candor and all this has been just marvelous. The idea that he starts off by saying, well, we got to admit that the DC extended universe is a mess. And, oh, absolutely. And, There's some really fun, hilarious uh, ways he put this. I've got it up uh, that uh, it's pretty messed up. Uh, they were giving away IP like they mm. were party favors to any creators that, that was smiled fun. at yeah. them. And, you know, <laughs> but you can still smile at him. And there are a couple of projects that are still happening that are Elseworlds, obviously. Um, and he said a lot of people are thinking this is going to be Marvel 2.0. It's not. But, you know, I'll be honest. It still models a lot like Marvel, um, and that's okay. I'm not upset with that uh, because where Marvel has floundered and clearly is everything has to be connected now. And by allowing for DC Elseworlds, it doesn't all have to be. But, you know, let's get back to the Flash. Say the Flashpoint happens. It resets things. And then afterwards, and this is interesting because months ago they had switched release uh, dates or pushed back uh, Aquaman, which he now calls Aquaman two, but the original, the title I think is still Aquaman and the lost kingdom. Right. Um, We know that Jason Momoa uh, Instagrammed last week that he'd had him or two weeks ago that he'd had a meeting with uh, gun and Saffron and was pretty happy. So he got good news. Uh, So whether or not that means that Aquaman could possibly continue or, or if as many people want to have happen uh is that he would play lobo in another project he's got a job uh but the, what what both saffron and gun made clear is that whatever happens he's not going to play two roles in the dc universe he will be one character so whether that's aquaman or whether that's lobo i don't know but again uh, Gunn was implying, 
nothing in Aquaman contradicts what they want to do. And honestly, the first Aquaman, you know, tried to pretend Justice League hadn't happened, uh, you know, yeah. or it did, but not the way we saw it, that kind of thing. So, you know, I, I can see it moving forward. And then we have Blue Beetle, which is al- already un- unconnected to anything. Um, I do want to call out, and again, not DC uh, Studios' fault, but the marketing for Blue Beetle right now is one of the stupidest marketing plans I've ever seen. Uh, have you seen the poster? I have not. Okay, all it is, and uh, by the way, you know, as I, I, we you know got an email uh, already today. We'll quote from it later from a from a longtime listener who was just had read the same stuff we did. Um, but I was chatting with him a bit, uh, and he did not realize cause he hasn't gone to movie theater since, uh, Harley Quinn and the birds of prey. And, uh, so, you know, before the pandemic, and he has children, I understand uh, that, uh, the poster is just the scarab. Okay. You have to look and, and I think there's a date and, in tiny print, it says DC. But if you're walking across a, a theater lobby, let's say, as I have, and you have to know what that scarab means. It's yeah. blue, but I don't know that the average person knows who Blue Beetle is. You don't think? I think okay, so we've had this. We've kind of had this conversation before. Where I've contended that Blue Beetle is not well known, but you, your your position is that it's well known from the com from the animated show. I think it is well. He is well known because it is Jaime. Yeah, and Jaime Reyes, who is the third Blue Beetle, that he is well known to the kids that watched Brave and the Bold. Right. There was a, a toy. Um, I'm not sure if you were the one who gave my son Blue Beetle, or if I had. I but, don't. Oh, you must have been you. Yeah. Well, I, I know you gave him uh, one of the Brave and the Bold um, toy sets. Oh, yeah. Uh, for Christmas many years ago, because it's been many years, right? Um, but Blue Beetle was very major in Brave and the Bold. So there are about, you know, f- five years worth of kids that may be very aware of him. And, but, but even when I say that, of course, that doesn't mean that every kid watched Brave and the Bold. I think he was used in Justice League action as well. I, and he's just a great design. Yeah. I mean, it's, well, when we talk about those. And we we call them kids, but you and I both know there are a fair number of adults watching those those shows as well, and well, even, it, even parental units who are going to take their kids to the movies. Oh yeah, but yeah. but regardless, I'd say when you say kids, it's like okay, so my son watched Brave and the Bold, and he was five, uh-huh. maybe seven when that was on. You know, he's eighteen now, so they've grown up. They're making their yeah. choices. He'll know what that poster means. I just don't think. I don't think you can get away with even even saying that I think he that there are people that that glom on immediately as to who it is. Yeah. The average person has no idea. So they just go, ooh, it's a bug horror movie, you know, because that's it. When you see a scarab, it's like ancient Egypt, by the way, another uh, missed opportunity in Black Adam, uh, you know, because you have all these ancient Egyptian right. heroes. Uh, that they wrote out those connections. Snuck an Easter egg in there. Yeah, um, you know, and, and knowing that it was coming, you know, it's just I, which is fine. I'm glad that it's disconnected from everything that's come before because I think that that actor's. Um, oh, uh, yeah, I know I've got it. Hang on, hang on. 
yeah, Solo Maradueña, who is in uh, Cobra Kai, uh, is, you know, I think he's a good actor, and Cobra Kai is coming to an end with this next season, so he, he'll have some time to be in a franchise. And to the kind of commit time commitment, if he wishes, you know, time commitment that I think the DCU is going to require. But uh, anyway, you know, so that's not not anything. And, there, you know, there he goes. He says so he can move forward from there. Those. They're not specific, but any of those actors can be picked up in the future. I think that the way they mollified Dwayne Johnson about Black Adam means that if Shazam Fury of the Gods does well and they want to revisit, because I also want to say with these 10 projects announced, and that's what have been announced, 10 projects, they are not, uh, they have made it clear that's not everything up their sleeve. And this is where the math is going to come in. This is an eight to 10 year project that starts that launches in 2025. Right. And what James Gunn said is it's two, two movies and two television series a year. So this is where I'm not sure exactly how to build the mathematical formula, but if it's eight to 10 years from 2025 to 2033, let's just, let's say it's eight. Um, that's four projects a year. I've gotten two and a half years by doing the math. Now you can check my work, but uh, <laughs> well, but he also they also said that this this list is not necessarily all inclusive. Of well, the that's work what that's I just happen. said. That's right. what I just said. Right. They're not revealing everything, uh, and and what might be included are there are other things. There are Elseworlds worlds projects still in the docket. Yeah. We know that the Batman Part Two is happening, and uh, that's October third, twenty twenty five. Superman Legacy. We'll get back into it in a minute. Uh, is July 11th, 2025, because, oh my gosh, we're in 2023. Um, and there were two projects associated with the Batman, but from Matt Reeves, haven't heard a, a peep on Arkham Asylum in about a year, yeah. maybe a year and a half. But The Penguin, I believe, has begun shooting with Colin Farrell, so it'll be on HBO Max. It was at one point called Cobblepot, uh, I believe it's the Hollywood Reporter uh, called it the Penguin again. So I'd rather it gets called the Penguin. That makes more sense. You'll get get more eyes to it. Just as Pennyworth became the origin of Batman's Butler. Well, it's so um, Pennyworth the origin. Yes, but it's yeah. but it's the subtitle yeah, is yeah. there. You know, you gotta you gotta make sure. Hey, there's a Batman thing. Yeah. Um, we don't know what's going to happen with that. But the other interesting project, I mean, because they also mentioned Todd Phillips. Uh, uh, Joker, Folia Adieu, which will have uh, Lady Gaga, uh, Lady Gaga as Harley Quinn. Uh, that's still going to happen. Um, I think it's filming too. So there, it's that they're not going to throw anything away in the future. Right. Um, but there's still a project that is being uh, produced by Michael B. Jordan and scripted by Tanahisi Coates. Oh, that is. Um, a black Superman for, I, I've got no better phrase at the moment. Um, there is an Earth 2 post New 52 version of Superman. Like, I think it's Van L who is black. And there's also the president Superman yeah. that Grant Morrison created. And uh, so it could be either of those. We don't know. Um, 
I was debating a little bit earlier, like, could that just be the main one? But the Hollywood Reporter makes clear it's separate. And the other reason I, I argued back that it was separate was because it's, uh, you know, James Gunn has clearly written his Superman movie. And so those are two parallel projects and both are going to happen. Uh, I think, I think, uh, you know, as always, please, no wagering. What has not been mentioned is the, I guess a month ago, two months ago, uh, Warner Brothers announced the sequel to Keanu Reeves' version of Constantine. But I, I, I can see that one getting killed off. Yeah. You know, the, the funny thing about this, I, I'm, I love the idea of the Elseworlds World's movies and efforts. The, 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 they could do a yeah. TV show as well, and they will. Um, what's, what worries me about that is, and, and let, me, let me posit something. What if they decided to take Shazam and say, this is Elseworlds from now on. We're going to continue doing it. And, and, then they, and then you get somebody who's going, you know, it'd be crazy. If we broke the wall between the Elseworld stuff and the stuff James is doing, and um, I can easily, I, I, they need one guy who is who's structuring all this stuff. And, well, that is James. Uh, and the other, yeah, I, it, it is now. But, well, okay, yeah. you're right because there's been several different guys. Mm -hmm. What they claim the difference is between them and what Marvel is doing is they have a writer's room. And that writer's room is charting the entire thing, yeah. which to be fair, Kevin Feige kind of had this wish list. And when James Gunn went in to do the first guardians of the galaxy, he saw there was a map and a plan. And then things changed because there were other forces that made Kevin Feige change, you know, like, we're not going to use you, you. You got forced into using Inhumans. You had Marvel Television, um, which was just doing right. its own thing. And you know, so I, I I'll take this with faith, especially mm. considering some of the talent involved that I'm, you know, I've learned to trust. Uh, that it is a big plan. We're not seeing all of it yet because ten's a lot, and. What Peter Safran said is, look, we have to be flexible. We can make a 10-year plan and something could change. You know, it, it, that's it, reality. You know, that maybe people don't respond well to one. So maybe you don't spend all your money in putting a project that puts the spotlight back on another, on a character that, that the public doesn't seem to like. That's business because, again, it's a business we call show. And yeah. pardon me while I uh, drag on my big cigar and uh, and have a scotch. All right. So anyway, uh, so here's what they're going to start with. Uh, <laughs> I love this. And yet this is crazy. Creature Commandos as an animated series on HBO Max. Yeah. And I looked at the picture and uh, and it's, it's on Fanboy Planet now. Uh, so, you know, the rundown and my gut take is all up there uh, by the time you listen to this anyway. And it's Rick Flagg Sr. Yeah. Which is interesting that he felt a, you know, he's got to say uh, a separate uh, because he killed Rick Flagg in The Suicide Squad. Right. Which I think is also carrying forward uh, because the second project 
but not to jump too far, it is Waller with Viola Davis, live action on HBO Max, in which she will interact with some of the characters from Peacemaker, and at least one character, and I'm going to bet it's Rick Flagg Sr., will pop up there because uh, she got his son killed. Yeah, yeah. You know, so that's going to be interesting. So it's Rick Flagg Sr., Nina Mazursky, who was in the New 52 version of Creature Commandos. Uh, she's basically... Uh, is the creature from the Black Lagoon right. as an intelligent she's a Gilman. scientist. Gilman woman. Gil woman. She's a Gil woman. Um, I don't really know her origins because I missed a lot of where she had appeared first. and But I have caught up with things in the character. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Phosphorus, a Batman villain. Who he's, I could yeah, he's brand new to to any of the creature command. There was a Gil woman in the previous. Uh, no, yeah, but that but that's Nina Mazursky. Right, they right, right. Give her that name. Right, she was in the New 52 version. Right. I don't know if she's in the Silver Age. I don't think she is. This team is not the Silver Age team. Right. But there Except. are elements. <laughs> yeah. Yes, there are elements. There is a different Frankenstein in this Frankenstein's monster in the Silver Age. This one is Grant Morrison's Frankenstein. One of my favorite Frankensteins. <laughs> Isn't it amazing we live in a world where that statement makes perfect sense? Mm-hmm. One of my favorite Frankensteins, right up there with Doc Frankenstein. Yeah. And and and, and maybe Peter Boyle. So it, it's uh it, it's that Frankenstein. Uh James Gunn referred to his bride as the bride of Frankenstein. I thought in the comics they called They're divorced. <laughs> yes, they are. I think she's called Lady Frankenstein, but I could I think be so. I could be mis yeah. misremembering. As I've said a couple of podcasts ago, look, I ain't what I used to be. I'm not a Zorlac. And Chuck Surface will not sub in for me, so there it is. Anyway, uh and then G.I. Robot. So was G.I. Robot in it originally, or was he a separate He was a different character and this one this is one that I went I went Oh my God, because it was originally Jake one. He got killed and they brought out Jake two. They were both, uh, uh, world war two robot, uh, soldiers. And, mm-hmm. and now we've got a uh, GI robot, which is, uh, I don't know if that that's something that's going to be a discovery or whatever that his relationship to the prior one. But what's, what's driving me nuts on this is, are you following, um, Jeff Johns is the un- I was just going to say that it's Junkyard Joe. It's it's Junkyard Joe. The nameless. And yeah, and yeah. Junkyard Joe is like one of my first reads when I get a new issue and I just realized that I think I missed it last week when it came the fifth issue came out. Um Yes it did. Uh so but that's I'm with you. I'm enjoying that book. Um and I will say this is as good a time as any to say the name one of the names conspicuous in its absence in this new era is Jeff Johns. Right. And as much as I'm enjoying his mad ghost output through image comics, the, the, the endless war, the unnamed war, it's the unnamed war, something like that. Yeah. It's the unnamed, Uh, the unnamed war, the unknown war. Pardon me. It's the the unnamed unnamed fighting, the unknown war. So I liked Geiger. I like junkyard Joe. Yeah. Someone pointed out to me that Geiger is basically um, the, uh, blanking on the video game franchise that everybody loves. Oh, uh, 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 Fallout. Fallout. That is basically Fallout. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, well, I don't play Fallout. It's so. kind of. I don't. Uh, it's not necessarily. I, yeah. I. You know, the thing is, Jeff Johns is one of those figures that if you don't like Jeff Johns, 
you're going to find the reasons to hate him. Yeah. You know, and, and that's one. It's like, that's not original. I'm like, ah, okay, but it was original to me. Um, but I will, you know, it, but it's not, it's not the care. It, it's not the concept. It's what you do with the concept. I've played I all the, I've played all the fallout. This is original. And, and, and okay. That's good to have confirmed for me. Um, I, I would love to, uh, you know, wander through that set of casinos and that future yeah. Vegas yeah. and, Junkyard Joe is a is even though on the surface superficial resemblance to GI Robot. Yes, same idea. Uh, when you're a little kid, you create. Well, doesn't it make sense? There should be a soldier. Uh, you know, and there's a, 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 there should be a robot soldier. It, it, of course, and you know, so it is different. I like what's happening with Junkyard Joe. I definitely recommend that book to people, uh, partially because I just love Gary Frank's art as oh, well. Oh man, yeah. And, you know, so I'm, I'm cool with this. I, I have read a few GI robot stories over the years, uh, and the other character, and this is another who will very much, uh, you know, come over to cross over to live action is, uh, is Weasel who is, you know, was in the suicide right. squad. It's, uh, J- James Gunn's brother, Sean playing it. And, you know, so <laughs> I just think it's funny. Uh, my, my overall judgment is the one thing I could say will carry over is that James Gunn is married to one character <laughs> and and the brother of another. So those, you know, if you want to have a happy Thanksgiving, they better still have work. <laughs> and, uh, you know, that's okay. Yeah. Uh, so they launch what is called, the, what is the first chapter. I like that instead of saying phase one, phase two, they've got chapter titles. And this one is Gods and Monsters. Um, so... Interestingly, Creature Commandos has been used once before, uh, at least once before in animation, but as part of the DC Animated Universe shorts program. It's under the name Sergeant Rock. So mm-hmm. the animated Sergeant Rock story is uh, actually a Creature Commandos story. So um, with, again, slightly different lineup, but fascinating. I'm, 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 in, I'm into this. Uh, so I assume that's 2025, probably like January or February. So we have time to digest it. Right. Then we get Waller. Right. That's for HBO Max. Uh, and and there's again, here's the talent. Right. One of the HBO uh, the HBO's Watchmen writers, Crystal Henry, uh, co-creates the Waller series, writes it, mm-hmm. and show runs it with Jeremy Carver, who's the person who adapted Doom, Doom Patrol. Patrol. Yeah. To television, so and hopefully they can happy. bring bring the nuts from Doom Patrol into this because it really needs it. Otherwise, it's going to be super dark. Yeah, uh, well, I mean, I think the thing is, it's going to still have that. Um, you know, Peacemaker is right, funny, right, but dark, and you know, so I think this is fine. But if Peacemaker wasn't funny, it'd be depressingly dark. Yes, same thing with Suicide Squad. Hmm. Which is, I think, maybe, uh, well, there are many flaws in the David Ayer's Suicide Squad, but the Suicide Squad was fun and yet tragic. Yeah. Uh, you know, so there we go. Uh, so then it goes into uh, the theaters, July 11th, 2025. Uh, that is Superman Legacy, which is the promised screenplay by James Gunn. No one cast. Safran said, he would like to see James Gunn direct, but they did not make that announcement. Um, 
Superman Legacy. It's interesting that the image that DC put up for that is the cover of All-Star Superman number one. Yeah. So the only reason I say that's interesting and probably also several different uh, editions of the tra- of the paperback and, and hardcover collection of that series. Great Frank Whiteley art. Um, I'm not going to c- say that's a harbinger of it being uh, an adaptation of All-Star Superman because All-Star Superman is the last year of Superman's career. This right. is... While maybe not the very first year, it's not a Superman year one, um, or maybe he has been playing with us, and it is uh, the last year, because it is called Legacy. He had said he wanted a younger actor and was going to be talking about, like, uh, portraying like the first year that he's establishing himself as a reporter. Right. Uh, Lois Lane is not sure what to do with him. You know, I, I mean, I think that's interesting. My favorite I, thing it, about this is his quote. Where he says Superman is kindness in a world where kindness is old fashioned, and that to me is is what um, the original um, Superman trilogy was all about. The the uh, the I can't remember the director's name now. The Richard Donner. Richard, Richard Donner. Buster? Yeah. I you know yeah I don't know if I want to call it a trilogy because I don't want to count Superman three. Yeah sure. Uh, but you, but you, you you yeah. But you're but you're right, and I and. Um, though he bobbled this terribly, I remember this quote from Comic-Con uh, when Brian Singer directed Superman Returns. He fights the urge to be cynical. Mm-hmm. And uh, that struck me to the heart. You know, like, oh, Brian Singer gets it. No, he didn't. But, you know, still, that's okay. Uh, and we move on past him. Pay no attention to that part <laughs> of DC's history. Uh, Superman Legacy, you're right. I think James Gunn gets it. I think also, you know, James Gunn has evolved as a human. We've gotten to watch it. And, you know, I, I, so I'm, I'm all for, yeah. uh, following that will be lanterns. It'll be live action on HBO max. This also marks, I think the end of Greg Berlanti's association. He's the producer of the Arrowverse. I don't think he's gonna, he was doing a green lantern series that all got scrapped and it's all being recast and rethought. So this Lanterns is actually described as they're going to kind of be Hal Jordan and Jon Stewart patrol uh, Precinct Earth for the Owens, basically. And other Lanterns will show up, so you sense it bigger, but they're going to uncover something in Gods and Monsters that will be like the Thanos, if you will, um, for not a prediction, just a lack of a, you know, the Thanos MacGuffin, something that will tie it all together. The menace that's going to bring it all together somewhere down the road. When when he mentioned True Detective, that that I think yeah. is that is a uh, a clue as to the tone that this is going to take. It's- I also, you know how brilliant they are. <laughs> In this, there's all these things that say it's like this. HBO show that David Zaslav has not <laughs> destroyed, you know, uh, you know, so true detective, why there's a new season coming of that. Look, we've got cross pollination synergy. And, uh, there, the next choice, quirky, very James Gunn. Yeah. The authority. I love it. I just, Live I freaking love this. Uh. Not sure which lineup. Cause there've been a few. Yeah. Um, I think it's quite possible we'll see something more align the recent miniseries Superman and the Authority right, by Grant Morrison. Right, right. Um, 
although that's an older Superman. So, you know, but but still some of those characters, I think we'll probably see Manchester Black. Uh, but I'd love some of those out there concepts. Uh, Jack Hawksmore, the God of Cities, uh, be there because I just think that's that's so he's, awesome. Uh, he's yeah. a cool character. Uh, I think we'd see the engineer. I think it'd be kind of cool to see Jenny Sparks. Um, Apollo and the Midnighter. It's interesting to establish Superman. And, and then, then. And Apollo and Midnighter and then Batman, right? It's like. Yeah. Yeah. Although I will get back to that. So, I, you know, realizing you had a harder stop. So let me gonna get through is this is the the other HBO Max series that David Zaslav will read the headline and go, yes, uh, we shall pour money to this. A series described as being like Game of Thrones, um, only, yeah, yeah, uh, is Paradise Lost, which is uh, ancient Themyscira and how that society builds. So no Wonder Woman, Diana has not been born or created from clay yet. Uh, So it is, you know, it's, now it makes sense, I think, to some extent, Patty Jenkins was not really interested. Although she'd wanted to do an Amazon's project, she wasn't interested in doing it until, unless she got to do Wonder Woman 3. And so it kind of makes sense. Uh, I think no hard feelings. Maybe they'll find room for her again later. That's interesting to me. And then, as you say, then we get Batman theatrically. At the same time, we're probably getting Batman... Uh, Batman three, perhaps, uh, the Batman three, right. you get the brave and the bold, which is directly coming out of Grant Morrison and Frank Whiteley's run on, on Batman. Right. Uh, cause it's Batman and Damien. It's that Robin. It's so I think it's, it's got to be early Damien, which is early Damien. Credible for storytelling. But I think like Ben Affleck, who by the way is still mentioned as being, no, he's not going to be Batman but he really wants to direct one of our films. So we're talking, uh, it's gotta be an older Batman. So that's the interesting thing. If you establish a younger Superman and a, and a slightly older Batman, I'm not saying like a Batman in his fifties, but it it could be a Batman in his late thirties, uh, that it's with Damien. They promise the rest of the bat family will be making appearances. So it's a, it's a fully established universe before we get the first film and that's okay because I think most people that are slavering for it. Yeah. Know who the, who these play, where these places are. Yeah. I mean, you we know, don't it need, was cool. we don't need more, uh, origin Exposition. stories. We don't. Yeah. I do think this is a way to save face on Batgirl sort of because Leslie Grace could, pop up as Batgirl if they're promising that the Brave and the Bold will have the rest of the Bat family. Mm-hmm. You'll probably still see Dick. You will, Dick Grayson, you will probably still, you might still see Tim Drake. Uh, you might even see Jason Todd. I, I don't know, but we'll see. Uh, so that's fascinating. Back to live action on HBO Max, Booster Gold. And that's why I think Blue Beetle's going to stay. I did like the the write-up on this one, too. The, the whole... Um... Uh, oh, what's it called? It's uh, uh, imposter syndrome. Imposter syndrome. Yeah, the 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 whole the the the, the fake hero. The the yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, and it's interesting. He which, didn't really go into detail as other than that. Which would be it would be a different take on Booster Gold because he's always comes across as very confident. He's he's overly confident. He over but the imposter syndrome often yeah, does. Yeah. So I mean, and he's appeared twice before. Uh, he was in Smallville and teamed with Jaime at yeah. the end, or the promise of maybe a spinoff. Because man, people have been wanting to do because uh, different networks have been interested in blue and gold many times. It's never come to fruition, but you know, the CW, what became the CW, I think did plan to spin it off into blue and gold. And cause there was a Ted cord character there as well. Uh, you know, so to kind of help pay for booster. Uh, and he did just appear in uh, DC's legends of tomorrow. Right. So, but they're not going to cast, the same actor there either. Uh, so I think that's going to be a fresh start. The next one is really cool. And I'm excited tentatively, uh, that they're adapting super. And I think he's even really made it strongly clear. They're adapting Supergirl woman of tomorrow, Mm -hmm. uh, eight, eight issue miniseries, uh, from, uh, Tom King and Bilkis Evely. Gorgeous. If you have not looked at it, uh, it's it's great. It it is such a great standalone definition of why Supergirl is not Superman, but connected. Yeah, and uh, and it doesn't take place on Earth. So Tom King is writing it, and he'd been brought into the stable for Warner Studios, uh, Warner Brothers Studios, uh, by Ava DuVernay when she was going to do New Gods. So she brought him in to write New Gods because of Mister Miracle. So now he gets to adapt his own miniseries, and um, I'm sure you know James Gunn will help. But uh, I think this could be very cool, and I think I, again, not knowing anything, but Sasha Kaye, who is cast as Supergirl in The Flash, uh, is uh, is Latino. I can't remember exactly which uh, Latin American country uh, is her heritage, but. Uh, she's dark haired. She's not any version of Supergirl you've ever seen on film before, but there's no reason why this, this could not be that Supergirl. And so again, that's an exciting move forward. Uh, and I, I, I mean, great mini series. Uh, and so it would be a great movie, uh, aliens from a thousand worlds, which of course, let's be honest, action figures, action figures, action (laughs) figures. And you know, that'd be cool. Uh, the last one announced, and oh, I just got so excited, and yet I fear uh, that there's a little chance that they'll, I mean, they won't carry forward from the previous television series right. or streaming series, right. but Swamp Thing, they say it's dark, uh, it'll, they may, they're probably willing to go for a, for an R for it, which I'm there for, do Swamp Thing right, probably should be. I just wish Derek Mears uh, could be in the in the running. I don't know. I haven't reached out to him um, because I also don't know, you know, if it's sensitive or not. Yeah. And I don't want to be the one to go, hey, especially on a day where he was probably inundated with people going, hey, um, you know, I mean, I got to think about, eh, you know, he, he, he may just be too old. Um, I, I Sorry, Derek, I don't. I mean to hurt your feelings, but you know, by the time they get around to casting it, you may have just moved past, you know, past. 
Um, so it would be it will be interesting. There is a Guillermo del Toro script from years ago. Uh, although I maybe that might be a Justice League dark, but there's nothing to say that just because it's a swamp right, thing, right. that it wouldn't be. The I am hearkening back to words from uh, you know Cardiangelo, uh, who uh, you know has occasionally been on the podcast and people may or may not know was that he was really the, the studio executive at Universal who spearheaded what became Ang Lee's Hulk. Uh, you know, so he was known as the comic book guy. Now he runs Earth Two Comics in uh, in Sherman Oaks. Uh, you know, but he always told said to me the problem when you're trying to adapt a, a character is which one do you do? Mm-hmm. You know, Hulk was particularly difficult because there's so many different mentalities that go with the Hulk, and with Swamp Thing, it's complicated by there is a new Swamp Thing. Yeah, and and they coexist, but one of them can uh, assume his human form. Although I think in the new Fifty Two, Alec Holland could. Two, and then they've backed away from that. So I don't know. But even even if you don't go for the more recent stuff, there's a very big difference between the Bernie Wrightson run and once we get into the Grant Morrison. um, You mean? uh, Pardon me. Yes, Alan Alan Moore. Moore, No, no, no. The Parliament of Trees stuff. uh, uh, Alan, uh, I'm putting that into the universe. I know Alan Moore is not listening to this podcast, but um, it'll get to him. And and. Rick Bretschneider said that, not me. So if the curse happens, <laughs> I did, yes, yeah. So, but but they're very; those are very different. And if you're really going for horror, I don't think you want to. the The Parliament of Trees business was kind of a high concept um, versus well, just. Well, they never. Yeah, I, I thought the organic nature of Bernie Wrightson's character and the 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 it's almost a monster of the week thing that was happening in that, but they were all kind of related. Um, yeah. 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 They, I mean, the television or the, the DC universe series that I guess is running on HBO max. I mean, I think you can still catch it. Those 10 episodes did get into the anatomy lesson. I don't think that it got into the parliament of trees though, probably would have later, mm-hmm. but regardless, you know, even the Bernie Wrightson one, there are two swamp things, right? There's this appearance in the house of secrets and, uh, where it's a 19th century story right? that Len Wein and, and Bernie Wrightson yeah. co-created. And then DC said, can we make it an ongoing? Right. And he moved it forward to create Alec Holland. Uh, and uh, I can't, I, I think he was Alex Holland or something like that in the original story. And, you know, so there was always, there was always an implication. There was more than one and that it kind of rhymes. So you could do the parliament of trees. I think I, and uh, you know, I don't know. There's just so many, there are so many things you want to rush to. And it's just, it, it's like having, you know, how Spider-Man went right to Green Goblin. I don't want them to go directly to Arcane. And I'll give the TV series, the streaming series credit for doing General Sunderland instead. But the two previous films, Swamp Thing and The Return of Swamp Thing. Right. Used Louis Jordan as Arcane. As Arcane and the television series. Uh, that was on sci- the Sci-Fi Channel used uh, Arcane as well, so it'd be kind of cool to not deal with that for a while at all. But mm. he's right; there's so many other things he could fight. You could do American Gothic if you're going to introduce a Constantine. Go ahead, yeah. you know, put that there because by this time, by this point, everybody 
has some awareness of Constantine. Whether you think it should be Keanu Reeves or Matt Ryan, it should be Matt Ryan. I'm sorry, but uh, that, that it, you know, he doesn't need backstory either. So, boom, you could do that in. Yeah, there's so many places you could go with it, and I'd, I'd love to. You get the Floronic Man. I, you know, I did like Jason Woodrue, and just I'm still do the green versus red. Just excise that part of it and do the uh, the rot. Oh yeah, the yeah, the rot versus yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, because because in all this, what doesn't seem to be announced, and I'm sure this is part of that flexibility, is sequels. These are all even the TV stuff. I think is meant as a miniseries. You know, it's a one season. Will it be one and done? I don't know. Uh, you know, but if it responds, I mean, because a, Waller takes place between, and whether where, wherever this is supposed to happen, but the Hollywood Reporter said Waller takes place between Peacemaker seasons one and two. Oh, I hadn't caught that. No, I, I mean that's what I'm saying. Like every article I've read has some little piece. Of something else, except <laughs> they, pro- they talk to a lot of different yeah. outlets, and you know, and and, and so you, getting the big picture. Look, I did my best, uh, <laughs> but I'm sure in the coming days there's still going to be more that comes out, and I'm going to hear, oh, Arkham Asylum's happening. Uh, I couldn't track it down. I think because Bleeding Cool may have crashed, but I, I think there was a commentary on Batgirl. I don't think it was positive. Uh, of the movie Batgirl, but, uh, yeah, you know, I, I, but I couldn't get back into bleeding cool because I think bleeding cool did the wise thing. I suppose if all you want is the clicks is every single project has its own article. Yeah. And I'm sorry. I, you know, write in to editor fanboyplanet.com and tell me if you prefer that, but I just did one long break it down and, if I knew, you know, where to go for, uh, which comic book to read, I, I linked to that too. Yeah. Um, so it's exciting. I, you know, I, I and, and, you know, but I trust James. Um, and, uh, and again, you know, look, no, James Gunn does not remember me from Adam, but I like to say it, say James, because when I've interviewed him, it was always, Hey James. Um, you know, so, uh, I don't know. What else would you like? I I made an offhand joke about Ambush Bug, and if any studio head <laughs> is going to approve Ambush Bug for live action right. television, right. it's going to be James Gunn. So, you know, that's my wish. But I'm not unhappy with any of these projects. No, I'm 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 particularly happy with the attitude that they're taking with these projects, the, the, where where they're going, where they're drawing from the DCU. It's not like. Well, let's okay. So one movie for each member of the Justice League is not happening. You know that's great. I, I don't need that. I need I need good stories before I need exposition of each of these characters. So right, and whatever that uniting factor is that they discover in Lanterns, there's still not a Justice League project announced, nor necessarily should there be. Yeah. Um, Maybe it should just be called whatever they want to say the whole saga is. I mean, because, you know, Marvel's doing that. I mean, it's silly to say over in Marvel, Avengers has the Kang Dynasty and uh, uh, is it Secret Wars? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they're still, they're still called Avengers. 
And no, most of the Avengers moved on. I I, I wish they'd had the freedom to create new, allow new teams to come in. However, that's you know? the way it was in the comics too. I mean, I guess yeah, you're probably right. But you know, when the Fantastic Four gets involved, that's true. Which they will, right? They're not event. Well, even an even the FF gets switched up every now and then. Well, yeah. I mean, I guess it's like Justice League Unlimited, right? I mean, you go back to the animated that the whole point of changing the name to Unlimited was everybody is a member of the Justice League, right. which is currently, I think, the status quo in the comics. I don't know what's the status quo. We'll get there later. Well, cause... if you look at that, that uh, when when the Justice League is presumed dead. And you had that candle scene outside of the Justice League Justice League building. Pretty much everybody's there. Yeah, yeah, and, and we can pick that up on the next podcast because you know we we meant to talk about Lazarus Planet. Uh, there were some technical difficulties, and we move forward. But now all those specials are out, so I think we can have a better conversation oh, yeah. now about what that status quo is going to be moving forward in the DC universe, and. To bring back Jeff Johns, the side continuity that Jeff Johns is just merrily building his himself with Justice Society and uh, Stargirl and the Lost Children. So uh, it's like, oh, these don't tie into anything else. It's <laughs> lovely. So we'll talk about that at a later one. Uh, thanks for recording tonight, Rick. And um, so, hey, yeah, once again, if, if you've got any questions, commentary, compliments, commentary, criticism, I think I said commentary twice, write in to editor at fanboyplanet.com. And in a world where you have a lot of options to listen to people talk about nerd stuff, I uh, am very grateful, uh, and I think I speak for Rick, too. We're both very grateful that uh, you have chosen to spend some time listening to us. Uh, thank you. I'm Derek McCaw, editor-in-chief of fanboyplanet.com. And I'm grateful Rick Bretsnyder reminding you to use, use your, your powers, powers for good. And thanks once again to the great Luke Ski for use of his music in this podcast. Visit Luke Ski at www.thegreatlukeski.com.